0: Figures released from the CSO have shown that the Consumer Price Index remains higher than this time last year with the main drivers being higher uh, energy costs and higher food costs. Louise Bayliss is co-founder and spokesperson for Spark and she's joined us to discuss the challenges facing single parents amidst the cost of living crisis. Louise, it is probably worth looking at the silver lining before we get to the clouds which is that though the cost of living uh, remains extremely high we're seeing reductions in it and possible reductions in it. In inflation
1: there there is that small slither of silver lining. However, the reality is lone parents spend their money on food and heating and they're still high. You know, if you don't have the luxury of doing designer clothes or air flights or all those things that are coming down, the reality is it hasn't much changed for lone parents. They're still struggling to put food on the table. You know, there was a two euro increase this year and the increased qualified child. I mean, two euro a week, that's 30 cent a day. And then you look at something like that milk, is a two litre of milk has gone up by 53 cent in that period and yet you're talking about giving 30 cent a day to children who are over 12 in many cases. I mean if you have teenage children you know a a litre of milk doesn't last long in a house or a a sliced loaf has gone up 27 in that cent. So you know at the time when the budget was announced we really felt the short term fixes were not good enough and we're more convinced of that now especially as we come into this era where you know the cost of living um, breaks may end and we're very concerned about families who've been putting up with these high charges, who do not have flexibility in the budget, and that twenty seven cent on a loaf of bread is really meaning we can't well, buy as many, much bread.
0: After the five o'clock news we're going to be talking about the proposed fourth energy uh, credit and whether or not that will come to fruition, likelihood being that it won't. But for from a, a policy perspective, to devil's advocate what those in in positions of economic power and influence will say is that the supports that go in place, you have to be very careful about keeping them there for an extended period of time because they themselves then begin to feed into the inflation and you get a vicious cycle. So it has to be short term and they would wish that it wasn't, but that's the way it is.
1: Well, they can say that, but the reality is the long term, you know, if people haven't enough to survive, that is the reality and that's what's after happening. You know, we knew people were struggling before this cost of living crisis. For instance, you know, a lone parent with two children, from now on, you know, if we are using the MESOL system, which is the minimum essential standard of living um, system, they're €93.22 short deficit every week to meet their minimum standards. So saying that they're going to drive inflation, I don't think so. They're going to fuel the economy. They're just feeding themselves. You know, I can understand, you know, we, we, we're cutting interest rates at a time of high inflation, so people aren't buying the expensive cars and driving, you know, and reducing rates. But for essential living, and you're seeing that a, a lone parent with two children is 93 year deficit each week. That is not sustainable and somebody is missing material needs. And we can see that in the the survey on income and living conditions. 45% of lone parents are living in deprivation. And it's not just them, it's their children. And And how much uh, of
0: that then, Louise, is an endemic problem that needs to be solved regardless of whether or not we have an inflationary or consumer price index crisis and how much of it is a short-term thing that we address until inflation drops back?
1: You, you've hit the nail on the head there, Anton. It is endemic problems, you know, with lone parents. We're built on a breadwinner economy, um, you know. Even our social welfare system is built on this. Um, and and now, as we know, you need two earners to go and have a mortgage, pay for your housing, pay for your childcare. If you're doing it on one income, you're, you're you're going to struggle one way or the other. And you know, there's this thing of like, even if you look at the increase in qualified child, it's you know forty euro a week. Whereas if that was an adult, you'd be 125 euro a week extra on your social welfare. Well I'm telling you now your heating isn't different whether it's a child or an adult in the house. So that in itself brings you back down to to living below. Another thing that we would see is in social welfare rates. You know for any long term social welfare payment there would be a living alone allowance so that would be people on pensions and disability and quite rightly so because it does take into account you're running a household on one income. Lone parents are not entitled to that because they're not deemed living alone because they have a child a child without an income, you know, and so there's really... In strong policy mistakes that have made, and we're working—you know—we're trying to highlight these mistakes and say, "Look, there are actual issues." Well, give are. me
0: the top one or two that are short-term soluble in your view.
1: Okay, well, we have two. Spark is a member of the National One Parent Family Alliance, and actually today we've just written to the T Shock to say these are the things we badly need. So, the two things we're asking for is that fuel allowance would be extended to pe- to working family payment. So, there are people who are working part time but still way below income and struggling and if they got fuel allowance that would make a huge difference especially when we see um, energy costs have gone up by 82% for gas and whatever for 60 something for for electricity so that would be a big difference for people on low incomes and working family payment and the second thing obviously would be around the qualified child increase we would like to see that increased instead of the 2 euro that it was increased last October we would say that needs to be for 5 euro per child for under 12 and 10 euro for per child for overtons. if we got that it would hold off it would make a significant difference and that's what we would be calling today
0: Well we will discuss more the first of those which is the issue of the, the fuel allowance and whether or not the general fuel allowance is going to be extended because of course there was fuel allowances three of them across a I think it was a six month period in mm. total and there's question marks now as to whether or not there is likely to be a fourth a big thank you to uh, Louise Bayliss co-founder and spokesperson for Spark the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy. With Nissan. Weekdays from 4. On News Talk.